in a world where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man, okay, two men, are standing by with the best advice on Earth. Ow. Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around home improvement hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish Powerhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the All-Around Home Improvement Hour. We are live. It's August 6, 2016. Picture-perfect Saturday out there. And we're ready to talk all things home improvement related. Hang on to your seats. Welcome, News Talk listeners. We are back, and we're live today. And when we're live, that means we're taking your calls, and we're talking all things home improvement related. 1-800-854-1978 to participate. 1-800-854-1978. My name is Charles Thayer. I'm always very, very honored to be your host, and I'm with the one and only Minnesota's very own oh, yeah. Polish powerhouse. Welcome, Nick. Oh, really? Polka for beer? I'm in. Is that what you were doing last night? Yeah, yeah. More beer than polka. <laughs> I do like this song. Little neighborhood thing last yeah. night at your at your uh, in yeah, your neighborhood. We did. We have a. Uh, it's called Flamingo Friday. And okay. So to sum it up, basically, uh, if you take the two pink flamingos and you put them in your front yard, that means that you are hosting the party that Friday. And so somehow the flamingos ended up in our yard. And we hosted the party. I'm pretty sure you grabbed the flamingos and put them in your yard. Actually, they were delivered uh, quicker than Jimmy John's, might I add. A a (laughs) young lady who lives down the road from us brought them over. So, yeah, I'm I'm dragging a little bit here this morning. I just got up a couple hours ago, and it was a long night. I'm here for you, buddy. I will pick you up. We have a lot of good topics today. We have uh, uh, co-guests here, Jeff Menke with Gutter Helmet of Minnesota, longtime friend and a colleague, somebody we do a lot of business and networking with. Uh, welcome to the show, Jeff. Glad to have you. Good afternoon, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we also have a gentleman by the name of John Prokop uh, with UZ Insulation. He's uh, sitting in today for Mike Ubel with UZ. Welcome to the show, John. Thank you. Yeah, pro cop. Did you ever think about being a cop? Nah, not really. Because it's a great name for, for a cop. It, it I is. think I'd pass on that one. Anybody in your family in law enforcement? Actually, my grandfather was years ago. Officer pro cop. I would imagine he was pretty good at what he did. Yeah, he hung in there for a while. <laughs> good. All right. We can move on from that subject. Uh, folks. If you haven't caught the show before, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour, and we come to you live every single Saturday. Well, sometimes pre-recorded, but Saturday from noon to one, we like to do this thing called Home Improvement Talk Radio because it's relevant to what we do. During the week, we are professional general contractors, and we specialize in exterior remodeling. And so if you want to find out more about what All Around has going on and how we may be able to help you with your exterior remodeling project, go to allaround.com. You can go to Facebook and search for All Around. We're not the boot company that comes up. We're 
the one with the circle around the house here in Minnesota. Roofing is siding for even less than all around, Cam. Another cheapskate that could do it for less, huh? Show the genius in. Right this way. Hey, fellas, I'm Shady McBrady, and I can undercut all around's roofing and siding prices by 50%. Yeah? Yeah. My guys will tack on an inferior product in half a day. Looks the same, customer's happy, and we're long gone before it springs its first leak, eh? <laughs> listen, kid, and listen good. Your half price don't make no 50%. In fact, your sale price is barely lower than my all-around guy's honest everyday price, and they're GAF master elite and LP smart side expert level installers. So they got... Skills, genius. Skills. And flexible financing, so I don't have to deal with chumps like you. I just go to allaround.com. Where, boss? Allaround.com. So shady. I'm gonna give you to the count of ten to get your ugly tail out of here. One, two, ten. All-around. We get it done and we do it so that is one of the new radio spots that'll That's be awesome. circulating the radio waves. Yeah, I, I got some mixed uh, feedback about it, but overall, I thought it turned out pretty Shady good. Shady McGrady, huh? Yeah, Shady McGrady <laughs> and the like boss it. and Weasel. Yeah, <laughs> could you tell? It even has like the scratchy background, like an old kind of yeah. gangster film that you would think, you know. That's right. I just picture it re the reel going, you know. Yeah, the old school reel. Really, that's what brings it together. It's terrific production. It's something that All Around prides itself in is, is our creative advertising. The way we look at it is like this. You listen to the radio for entertainment purposes. Yes. When the commercials come on. Not so much entertaining. They're, in, they're interrupting your entertainment. So we want to give back a little bit of entertainment during that commercial break. What are your thoughts on that, Jeff? Sounds like a great idea. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> we also have a theme song. Actually, I stole one from, from your book. Uh, we have a theme song that we did, and we'll play that later on in the show um, for you. But, but uh, that was also produced by the guys over there at Audio Ruckus and Shout Creative. So thanks so much to those guys. It's that time of the show when we do the all-around cool tool of the week. Brought to you by the Polish Powerhouse, Nick Who's the cool tool this week? I mean, what's the cool tool this week? It's my neighbor. He really? Cool tool. Okay, tell yes. us about it. Well, on uh, th Thursday morning, Delano had some really strong winds, and I live in a, a neighborhood. A lot of people are in their 30, 30s or 40s, so there's lots and lots of kids. And with kids comes trampolines, uh, myself included, has a trampoline, had a trampoline. And when those winds came through... There were four trampolines, mine included, that blew throughout the whole neighborhood. So the cool tool this week for everyone out there that owns a trampoline and thinks the wind will never blow it over is some rebar to anchor that thing down to the ground. My trampoline rolled approximately 3,000 feet. And flew. It rolled and flew. And flew. Uh, took out a mailbox, hit two houses, garage doors, knocked an air conditioning unit completely off the side of a house, and ended up in the neighborhood pond, which absolutely smells horrible. I know because Charles and I were in that pond fishing my trampoline out. So the cool tool is rebar. <laughs> if you have a trampoline, anchor that SOB down because that thing will blow if you get wind strong enough. I don't know how strong the winds were. They had. I heard they were a little bit more than 60 miles an hour. People said 60 to 80. Yeah. Uh, and here's a guy that's supposed to be a local uh, home improvement uh, right? guru, you know, and here he is, you know. Getting sued by his neighbors. Yeah, damaging houses. <laughs> now, something... The good thing is I know someone that can fix the, that damage. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that helps. Not so much the AC unit. I don't really know much about AC units, but maybe I'll post some pictures or something on the, our all-around account on Facebook and People can check out the damage that my trampoline did. So luckily no one was hurt, I guess, more importantly. But 
Uh, not good. Not, so, not a good situation. So, But the truth of the matter is there's a guy in the neighborhood that as soon as all this happened, he decides to post how awesome his trampoline is and yep. how he anchored it down. <laughs> I mean, he took a picture of it in the sunset and said, look. My trampoline's still there. It's like, whoa, whoa, buddy. We love you, but way too soon here. Way too soon. It was a little bit too soon, yeah. <laughs> I love a good joke. I'm Polish, and I get plenty of them. Uh, but that one kind of, I'm like, really? You, that's how you're going to respond? So is rebar the new replacement for duct tape then? Uh, you're supposed yeah, to duct tape everything? I think so. Okay. I mean, <laughs> so a lot of the trampoline companies sell anchors, but I don't think they're as good as you could get, like, some just some decent-sized rebar and get it far enough in the ground. Plus, it costs a lot more to buy them from the trampoline companies. So. And something interesting we found out, guys, it's, it's kind of like the old question, what if my tree falls on my neighbor's house? Who Who is responsible? Of course, right away, Nick wants to know, how can I help? Do I have to file a claim? What's, what's going to happen here because my heavy, heavy trampoline damaged houses? But um, it, it really is... It's on whoever's house got damaged. They're they're responsible for their own damage when things like that happen, unless there was neglect. And in this case, I, I don't think anybody could have controlled. You could have it staked down or not. 80, 80 90 mile an hour winds are going to yeah. throw uh, trampolines around like you wouldn't. Bad believe. things will happen. Yes. We were nice enough to uh, pick, what, three or four of them up and return them to their rightful owners. So appreciate yeah. your help for that. Oh, Thursday. It was, it was actually a fun way to spend a Thursday driving around in a side-by-side -side with a trailer and delivering parts of people's trampolines back to their house. So <laughs> were you able to test out the trampoline, Nick, make sure it still works for you? It's not, it's not uh, doing, it didn't make it, let's put it that way. The <laughs> trampoline's not, only, only two months old. Uh, we have to buy several replacement parts, okay. so we'll be rebuilding it. Nice. The trampoline will live on. Nice. Well, you have to just not this year. So, what are you doing with your free time then, without a trampoline? Uh, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to roll down the side of my hill or something. Yeah, this is really honestly, it's 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 funny. We can talk about it now because nobody got hurt and everything. But it's it's a it's a nice trampoline. It's one of those springless ones um, that you get to keep people safe. And nice. It actually turned into a deadly weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Two thousand uh, dollar tumbling. I don't know how many pounds it weighs. It's it weighs almost three times as much as your regular aluminum trampolines okay. with springs. Yeah. So it's a tank. So. Oh, well, yeah, but the wind, the wind grabs that, that is going to even fly farther. Gone. My wife yeah. saw it. She said it was just going end over end in the two empty lots behind us. Why didn't she go grab it? That's uh, <laughs> kind of what I was thinking. Come on, get going. No, but uh, anyhow, folks, we are up against the first break right here. You'll, uh, we'll be back right here on the uh, All Around Home Improvement Hour. Hello, News Talk listeners. We're back invading your radio waves. This is the all-around home improvement hour. And uh, before the break, we're talking about trampolines and stuff like that and damage. And some of the damage that we saw was to fascia, gutters. Trampolines are heavy, and they get blown around to 80-mile-an-hour winds. And yes. they're going to they're gonna damage some of those gutters. And speaking of gutters, we have the gutter guru, uh, Jeff Menke with Gutter Helmet of Minnesota, hanging out with us today. Jeff, how's it going, bud? It's going great. It is great. So it's been a stormy season, and uh, and how does that affect uh, gutter helmets? Uh overall schedule and business and things like that um usually hail has a bigger effect than wind i mean we will hear of some downspouts that potentially got ripped off the house or extensions that get blown around the neighborhood kind of like nick's trampoline sure yeah i was just um, gonna say well, yeah what, what happens when a trampoline hits the gutter but but the gutter helmet is usually pretty secure to the house with the way we bracket it so very rarely do we hear of wind pulling gutter helmet off the house but 
It's happened, but very rarely. Yeah, it's it seems like uh, the storms have been predominantly wind storms this year. A lot of them have, yeah. A lot less hail, yep. if you will. Wind and heavy rain. Heavy rain. Speaking of heavy rain, uh, that's often the best time to find out when your gutters are failing, isn't it? Absolutely. That's usually when people have notice out the window that they got a gutter overflown and they're out there in the la- on the ladder in the middle of the storm trying to clean the things out. Yeah, like uh, unintentional waterfalls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. I have that's a, not the time you want to figure it out either. <laughs> I have a section um, on my house where, and you know, I have those old screens that are going to be gone this year, but it the water comes down so fast, it just, it seriously goes right over the screens and right over mm-hmm. the, the gutter itself. Right onto the patio. Well, I think if you get rain heavy enough, I could. I guess I could see that happening. That's one of the cool things about your product. You have something on the top. I don't know if you guys have a technical name for it that tries to help slow some of the water down. Ribbed, ribbed. Yeah, it's got a rib design. For the gutter's and then, pleasure. Yeah, for the water's yeah. pleasure. Yes. And then I'll. <laughs> Come on, you can expect that. Yeah, I knew you were going there. That's why <laughs> yeah. I went there. He's stealing my thunder. Yeah. That's what uh, he's good for. Several years ago, about ten years ago, they added a textured finish to it. They embossed the, the panels, so sure. number one makes the aluminum itself stronger, but it does work to slow the winger or the the water down, kind of like almost like a shingle does. So. Yeah. Interesting. Well, the, and the product, the, I think another nice part about it is, like, okay, say my neighbors did have a gutter helmet. They don't. We don't have any trees yet. There's trees not big enough. If And where I did hit, you can replace just panels. I mean, it's not like some products that are uh, like a one-piece product that if you get one spot damaged, well, guess what? Great for the company. you got to replace all of it. Mm-hmm. Not good for the consumer because now it's you know could be thousands and thousands of dollars. Correct. And, you know, sometimes homeowners have a deductible of a couple thousand dollars on right. the insurance policy. And if you have... 1500 damages coming out of your pocket where we can go out and it goes together in five foot sections often we can just replace a couple pieces i like that well the the other thing about the one piece systems that i i really have a hard time buying into if you will is just the amount of water they actually carry and they seem they seem really small and so i feel especially when i have a screen and the water won't even go into it and then i see this little four inch gutter slash cover all in one it's all mm-hmm. seamless to me it, i i just i'm sorry i can't see it performing the way that i need that's why i love the way your product works and if you combine that with a oversized trough mm-hmm. or six inches is that, is that what it is uh five five plus is usually what we okay. do our, okay. our fascia style gutters a five plus and there's not much uh many rainstorms that that can't handle no, I mean, it'll handle usually like on a straight run of gutter. It handles anywhere from t- 10 to 15 feet more of water, you know, depending on the size of your downspouts, but it will handle significantly more water. Uh, 39% more water than a standard gutter would be, and 79% more than the, a one-piece system does, which is almost twice as much water. Yeah, and you see it far too often where you have homes that, that don't have any gutters at all. Yes. Um I don't know what what the maybe maybe the I mean and maybe the families can't afford gutters at at the time if that's the case that's the case but really honestly um, gutters is probably the first thing before a deck yes before landscaping landscaping b- before any of the extras that you want to do to your house to improve and make your uh, living area better gutters are a must they are I would compare it to a child that needs diapers not having diapers. If you don't have, well, you could put it up there. I'd say, isn't that sim- is, Wouldn't that? I think so. That doesn't work. Well, and and I can attest to to your fascia style gutters. I have them on my house, and I have a, a just a dormer in the front. It's very steep. It's a it's about a twelve mm-hmm. twelve roof pitch. You're not walking on it. Let's put it that way, and 
the main peak of my house all kind of funnels to this one area, if you remember, Jeff. I do. When you're out there. And so that is a lot of water. I mean, especially when we got, like, Thursday, two and a half inches of rain in a matter of, like, I don't know, yeah. an hour and a half. That's a that's a tremendous amount of rain. No problem. Torrential. I mean, torrential. Mm-hmm. No water coming out of the gutter. The gutter is able to take it. Gets down the down, three by four downspouts. Um, absolutely no issues at all. And you guys even did some drain tile for me underneath my sidewalk, so I don't got to have a downspout to, you know, a tripping hazard or something. So it's nice that you guys can do that as well because there are a lot of situations where people can't figure out where to put the downspout because it's in the way no matter mm-hmm. where you put it. Yeah. I don't think everybody realizes that Gutter Helmet of Minnesota does gutters or, you know, just gutters as well. I think a lot of people think you guys are just leaf protection. Yeah, and about a third of our work is gutter gutters only, you know. We go into new developments like Nick was in where yep. they don't have any trees, and in 15, 20 years, he'll probably be calling me because the trees will get large enough. And the nice thing is at that point, we just can put covers or put the gutter helmet right over those existing gutters. Right, and they retrofit with most other gutters, don't they, as well? A- absolutely, yeah. PVC? No. That we cannot do. <laughs> no. Trop style, though. I've seen you guys have them on trop style guys yes. before. Too. Yeah. yeah, half rounds and... TB. Yeah. Tom Bernard. It's pretty crazy. He's got the gutter helmet. It's it's It looks great, don't get me wrong, but uh, to somebody in the industry, when you, when you look at the Tom Bernard's house, you, you notice it's all very, you know, Castlevania, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's super, super just tricked out, That's traditional, yep. right? And then you have a nice... Newer product, you know, uh, the gutter helmet is is a newer technology, if you will, with what looks like a castle house and then the trough style gutters. Uh, To to us, you know, I see it and I'm like, that that looks unique to the untrained eye. It doesn't even. The the one thing about the gutter helmet itself is it it blends into the roof. I was just going to say very well. The colors, yeah, matching like a weathered wood colored shingle, which is a really common color. It's kind of just an extension of the roof line. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, 1 800 854 1978. 800-854-1978 to call in. Maybe you have a question about a problem that you have at your house, something, a a leak or a project that you're doing and and you can't get past a certain point, you're stumped, maybe you think we might be able to help, call and find out, 800-854-1978, or maybe you just want to make fun of Nick. Either way, it it, it really doesn't matter to us. We We just want to hear from you. So, Jeff, let's talk about this a little bit. Your designer style gutters, mm-hmm. I like a lot uh, because again, you need gutters. You need to have gutters no matter where where you live, where your house is. But the designer style gutters give people a way to um, kind of accent the house and also serve the purpose of diverting water away from it. Correct. Uh, they come in four different profiles. I know we did one at Nick's. I believe we did the Grand Royal. That's our most popular. It's kind of got that crown molding appearance. And they're called, they're decorative fascia gutter. They call them a fascia gutter because they're a deeper gutter, so they're designed to cover up the majority of the fascia on the house. So it just blends in. It makes it look like the gutter is actually part of the house, where a typical gutter, not the most attractive things, and they don't cover up the fascia. Yeah, the so. case style. And then if you add the gutter helmet to that, it really makes it all disappear Gorgeous. and blend together because the gutter helmet blends into the roof and the designer gutter blends into the fascia. Absolutely. So, it, I mean, you're really, you're really getting gangster there, you know? I, I just have to point out every time you come, and i gotta, I got to talk about it to me because I've never seen anyone else do it. The outside corners, you guys miter the corner. You don't have that ridiculous clip 
that yeah. goes on there, and that is huge to What's me. What's wrong with the clip? From a, it, nothing. It works. It serves its purpose for your traditional K-style gutters. But to see the corners, if you, it, I mean, if you're really paying attention to the gutter, uh, which not everyone noticed the little things like that, but boy, when you see it, it's it's a big difference. It almost looks like it's just part of the gutter going yeah, around the corner. It they does. Are, they are really nice and less leaks that way than when you have a box corner or the miter strip. They right. just have a tendency to leak more. So, well, it's, it's just like you know trimming out a window or something, mm-hmm. having that nice you know tight miter in the corners. Yep. So, Jeff, there's a, a lot of solutions out there for leaf protection. Mm-hmm. And so, what would you say to the average person that's like, well, listen, I'm maybe I'm not quite ready for for gutter helmet because your product, let's face it, it's a premium product you get what you pay for with it you're guaranteed you're never going to have to clean your gutters again Mm -hmm. virtually no other product out there can give you that guarantee but to somebody that says gosh i i don't know i can't afford it right now should i should i go with screens should i go with those sponges that i know what i would tell them but i'm curious to hear from your standpoint is some gutter protection better than none um, not, not always the case. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I would say from what I hear from my installers, about three fourths of the job we're doing, we're removing other products that were professionally installed, not just screens or whatever, professionally installed products can typically what's happening is a, they clog up real easy or b the water because of the way the curve is on the front, or mm-hmm. if it's a screen type product, the water tends to just shoot right over the front. So they're really failing them. So what's the point of having it up there? Right. And they still end up cleaning them. Sure. Well, and then possibly causing more problems than uh, they, they would have if they didn't have the the, the gutters or the covers uh, at all. And the other thing we run into a lot, Jeff, and you can attest to this, is how many people have absolutely no idea when their gutters are clogged? They just don't know. They See, don't. Well, they call us out for a roof inspection or storm damage inspection, and I get up there and I say, hey, real quick, can you toss me up a broom or broom handle? They go, why? Well, hold on. Let me show you. They throw it up. I stuff that thing down yeah. the, the downspout. Plugged and up next down. thing Avalanche. you know, you have this smelly, just stagnant water just shooting out of their outspout. And uh, so it's, it, isn't it surprising how many people don't realize their gutters are clogged? It is. Or you see the ones where the trees are just kind of growing yes. out of there and they got like a, another lawn up on their house. It's all organic plants. But, uh, that, yeah, at that, that point, you're better if not having any up there. Well, that's the new thing. Go green, <laughs> grow plants out of your, your gutters, yeah. um, you know, depending on what kind of plants you get, tomatoes. Uh, it might be a benefit. Yeah, if you, if you see plants in your gutters, please give Gutter Helmet a call. You need help. Folks, we do have a caller calling in, but we are up against a break. We hope they can hang out a little bit, and then we can t- take the call when we come back right here on the All Around Home Improvement Hour right after this. Uh, Welcome back, folks. That was uh, one of the newer commercials that you'll be hearing. Don't worry, we're not going to play that one as much as some of the other ones because we don't want you to hate us too much, but... Uh, that will be in rotation. Should, that, that was the all-around theme song. We should do a contest. Whoever calls it and has the best question, we'll send them chicken with rice. All right. <laughs> nice. I like it. Let's go to Dave, who's been patiently waiting. Dave, where are you calling from? Apple Valley. Apple Valley. Great, Dave. Uh, this is the all-around home improvement hour. How can we help? Well, uh, somebody who's going to remain <laughs> anonymous tried to caulk, use silicone caulk a joint. And it looks pretty messy, and now I'd like to redo it. But if I take the old silicone out and try to put tape up on either side so that I can do a neater job, the tape doesn't stick. Is there any way to remove that old silicone residue? What is it applied to? Like the inside of the house or outside? Where is it at? 
Well, I've had the issue in both places. Right now, it's on vinyl siding on the outside of the house. Mm, depending on the type of silicone that they use, you should be able to cut most of it out with a razor blade um, and be able to well, put... this is kind of smeared, smeared like when they were trying to use their finger to smooth out the joint and it got too wide and they wiped it away, but it's still there. It's not a not a big lump. It's just a like a thin uh, yeah. layer, almost, yeah. I don't know. Short of trying to scrape that off, that can be really, really tough to get off of there. I'm guessing the color doesn't match the siding, and that's why you're not liking it? Yeah. <laughs> Looks kind of sloppy. I mean, you could try to cut off what you can and reapply over and, and do it yourself and try to, I don't know, maybe use your finger and make it a little bit smoother or get a color match uh, caulking to the siding, yeah. and maybe that would look a little bit better, but... Yeah, sometimes uh, if the color doesn't match up and it gets on, like, the J-channel and things the, on the vinyl, it can be really tough to get it off there without damaging the vinyl. Okay. Perfect. Well, just checking. Dave. Okay, thank you. You are a citizen of the all-around home improvement hour, bud. Thanks so much for calling in. I have a follow-up question to you guys on that. My mom has some... Okay. Thanks, Dave. My, got, my mom has some vinyl windows, but the caulking in the corners is, like, real dirty and grimy. Was, was it the type of caulking that was used that it looks like that? Because her other windows don't, don't, but the ones she just had put in, they're really... Weird. Yeah. I don't know why that would be like that. It's only in the corners, too? Well, you know, where they where they put it, where they caulk along the vinyl yeah. or whatever, but the other ones look fine, so I don't know if it was the type of caulk they used. I don't know what you guys generally use, but... Uh, we use OSI a lot, Quad Max. Yep. Okay. This is good. It's good for exterior okay. products, and they have, I don't even know how many colors, hundreds and hundreds of colors, okay. so... You can generally find whatever color you want to match so it looks good. I think that that's a perfect testament to why um, professionals should be hired for certain things. And, mm -hmm. I, and I mean, it, it's not to say that somebody can't do some of this handyman stuff themselves, but you can take somebody that's great at putting up siding but doesn't pay attention to the small details, yes. the small finish work, and you basically ruin a perfectly good siding job. It's like it's like somebody that remodels the interior of their house and then says, don't worry, remodeler, I'll do the painting. No, let let a painter do the painting. You can ruin that entire remodel. Well, applying the, the caulk to a finished siding job is, uh, believe it or not, there is an art to it. And mm -hmm. it's actually a very important uh, step in the process because it's usually around penetrations, which are areas where water can get behind the siding and could cause damage if it's not done right. So Perfect. Folks, you're listening to the All Around Home Improvement Hour every Every Saturday from noon to 1, we come at you with home improvement-related stuff. Call to participate, 1-800-854-1978. Again, 800-854-1978. He's been patiently waiting. He's in here filling in for the insulator, Mike Yubel with UZ Insulation. We have John Prokop with UZ Insulation in the studio with us. John, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming. So, yeah, appreciate it. I'm glad to have you in. I think it's very timely because over the last couple of weeks, I mean, we finally got a, uh, some relief in the weather. Uh, but over the last couple of weeks, it was 90. Steamy. Humid. Just. Ugh. Yes. And, and then if you're in our business, sometimes you're in an attic. Sometimes you're up on a roof. And the temperatures on a roof are usually 20, 25 degrees hotter than yeah, the actual very, very hot. ambient temperature. Especially if the sun's hitting those shingles. Yeah, you got that right. And so uh, we, we team up with UZ all the time. They are the uh, experts when it comes to insulation, ventilation, and just having 
altogether an efficient house. And uh, so, so we team up with them on a lot of projects. But I got to ask you, John, and it was something that I, to- I had mentioned I was going to ask you on the air. Um, when, when an attic space is actually a lot hotter than it is outside, is that an indication of a problem? Uh, many times it could be uh, a ventilation issue, which is your overhangs, your soffits, and... And your roof vents. Your roof vents. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you should have like a baffle chute going in on to that soffit area. Mm-hmm. The whole ventilation system kind of works as a system. So if you don't... One one part of the system ain't working correctly, then you got an issue with it. So yeah, you want that intake to come through the soffit, air to go through the the baffles of the vents, mm-hmm. and then exit out up on the peaks there where the roof vents would be. So let me let me break it down a little bit more in, in Polish powerhouse terms, please. Okay, uh, the overhangs on your house are called soffits. They're perforated usually. There's holes in them. Yep, they're they're there for a reason. So if they're clogged up with you know cotton from the cottonwood trees or debris or just you've never even checked whether or not they're able to breathe, you need to. When you go in your attic, you should be able to see light coming from those overhangs. If there's no light and if all the insulation is pushed over to the perimeter of the roof line, the eaves, if you will, you're not getting air going into your attic. Right. Hand packing those edges are good as long as you have the baffles to allow the air to get through from your soffits. And what are the baffles, Nick? Uh, the baffle is uh, uh, some well plastic, sometimes like a styrofoam type of product that goes in between your roof joists, mm-hmm. and it's uh, usually stapled. Right, I'm pretty sure you guys mostly Staple, stapled. Stapled up into the roof deck there. That's actually located in the attic area, mm-hmm. and so that is just essentially it's a channel. Baffle yep. is a fun, you know, fancy word for channel. Yep. To let that air get into your attic space and, and push the hot air up and out your vents, in a perfect world. But like you were saying earlier too, I know with like the soffits he was saying. Many a times we go to houses and they are clogged. Mm-hmm. They haven't been cleaned or replaced. Sure. Um, sometimes you'll see them smaller, you know, four by eight soffits and stuff. They work fine if you got enough of them around mm-hmm. and they're also cleaned and stuff like that. Um, I've ran into it many a times where the siding companies come in also. Mm-hmm. And this happened at my house and I caught it because I'm into the insulation business. Yeah. But when they put the siding up, they covered the old vents up, and I really didn't have any airflow going through. On the soffits. Mm. Yep. So I actually had to have the siding company come back out, cut my channel in there and everything to make sure I got the airflow. Like, hello, ding-dong. There's a reason those holes are there. It <laughs> happens quite a bit, especially with some of these siding companies you see coming in there. They're going in and knocking a whole house out in a day, and it's they're not taking their time off. Well, did you hear the commercial? Most of them suck. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. Smoking cigarettes and scaring your kids. Right, your wife and your kids. Right? Yeah, w- when we side a house, and because uh, maintenance-free is a big thing when we're putting up a, like aluminum soffit and fascia, uh, we use a center-vented soffit uh, most of the time, so you get two solid panels, two vented panels, and where they're vented, we'll take and actually just take a Saza or sometimes just like a core on a drill, and we're cutting holes all the way down the soffit. And that's uh, what works best. That really works good. Yeah. It, well, I don't think a lot of people realize that there is a formula and there is a balance to yes. how much air is supposed to be going in. It should be equal to the air that's going out on your roof vents. And the thing that I see the most is that people don't have enough roof vents. Mm-hmm. They have the soffit vents, so they're getting the supply. They're getting the cooler air coming in, but the air is not able to go anywhere and escape because they don't have enough roof vents. I was going to say, too, in some homeowners' defense, some of the architects and things, the way that they're designing some of these houses... 
it can make them very hard to ventilate properly uh, where you're having to try to kind of maybe be a little more creative or think outside the box because you have separate attic spaces. You got to think outside the box vent. You can think outside. <laughs> yes. Oh. Drum roll for that one. Yeah. Yeah. You got that. Folks, we're up against the final break. When we come back, we'll get a real estate update from Ryan O'Neill and we'll continue to talk all things home improvement related. Welcome back, folks. Little D12 for you there. Eminem's old band. I guess. And on that note, let's go yeah, to They're not a band, though. They don't play instruments. Whatever, rap group. You know okay. what I mean. Yeah. Thanks, thanks Polish. <laughs> Ryan O'Neill, welcome to the All Around Home Improvement Hour. How can we help? Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, Charles, Nick, just a quick uh, update for listeners regarding the potential thought of investing in real estate. Great idea. Have you ever thought about investing in real estate and really not, uh, not known, hey, where do I start? How do I get information about it? I'm a longtime landlord here in the Twin Cities um, over the past 15 years, have really experienced the good, the bad, the ugly of uh, owning different types of investment property and over this time have learned some good efficiency strategies, tips and tricks to help you avoid those same pitfalls. Um, just this past week, I re-rented a property here in the Twin Cities, a single family home, and had um, just about 40 different parties come through the one open house I had and the home is now rented in uh, five days a lot of rental demand. Um, we have a seminar coming up here Tuesday, August 16th. It's in Bloomington, 494 in France. We talk about the process of finding properties, how to get properties rented, how to screen tenants, all the ins and outs. You're welcome to stop out. There's no credit card machines at the back of the room, no hard sales pitch, just good uh, information, and uh, we'd, we'd love to help you. MN Real Estate Show is where you can find it. And I'm, again, I'm a licensed real estate agent with Remax Advantage Plus. But Ryan, you, you are selling your book at the seminar, right? The, the well, actually, autobiography? I wasn't, of, I wasn't thinking of selling our book, but I've heard a lot about yours, Charles. And so, I mean, maybe we could just add some additional books and stuff. Well, I'm, I'm in the middle of writing it, so I'll let you know when I'm done. Well, you have been out at the lake quite a bit and kind of turning off your cell phone and listening to sort of soft music. The O'Neill brothers in, in particular. <laughs> Ryan, thanks so much, bud. We appreciate the update. See you guys. Bye-bye. Take care. Ryan O'Neill, Minnesota Real Estate Team. No, but honestly, do plug in because unlike a lot of the other hyped-up uh, investor programs out there that are really looking to make money off you, this is just real people getting together uh, on a monthly basis talking about what really happens in investing and how you can make money and the opposite, too, yes. how you can lose money. So I've never been to one, but I've talked to people that have, and they've all said that they're really happy that they went. So. Yeah. Check it out. Go to mnrealestateshow.com. Before the break... First of all, all around home. Or yes, this is the all around home improvement hour. So we, that was going on before the break. But we're also talking to John Prokop, sitting in for the insulator, Mike Ubel with UZ Insulation. And off air, we're talking a little bit about the opposite problem where you may have good uh, supply, or rather, you may have good vents on your roof that allow a lot of that hot air or cold air, depending on um, time of year, out, but not enough supply. So you don't have enough 
uh, coming in in the soffits, and then where the where does the air come from? Then it's actually coming through your bypasses in your house if they ain't properly sealed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so bypass would be like uh, uh, bathroom fans. I know are a big one. Bathroom fans, recess lights, lights are huge. Um, I mean, even down to wire holes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just imagine a balloon, and you poke a hole in the one end. The pressure that goes through that one little pinhole on a yeah. balloon there. Yeah. That's a, similar to a bypass in a house. You could have one little wire hole, and if your house is pressurized, poof, all the air goes right over to that area. Yeah. Um, or like sticking your thumb over the end of a hose. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you've right. been in attics before, right? And then when you get to the bypass, I've literally, you can feel the air pushing out. Exactly. And then if it's in the summertime, obviously, then you're losing your cool air and your air conditioning is running harder and stronger. Yeah. Winter months, same thing with the furnace. But it also, then is also you're getting into a subject which you're talking about creating ice damming and stuff mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Which everybody knows what an ice dam is. It can get expensive. And, mm-hmm. Be quite the mess on the house after a while yeah it's something that homeowners in minnesota should very it should, should listen to and learn and it is important it's not just people trying to sell you products um to make money on it it really does protect your house who wants to pay all that money for heating and then have it literally go up into your attic or or out into the world i mean we all work too hard for that right so keep the heat in Keep the cold air in. Have your attic inspected by UZ Insulation. They can come out and just check and see because I'll put it to you this way. The builders aren't making it a point to go above and beyond the code requirements. Right. They're going to give you the standard. This is what the code requires, blah, blah, blah. Anything from here on out, that's up to you. Which is uh, too bad in some of those cases because... I mean, they're dealing with a, a new construction. So it's the perfect it's time to deal so with it. It's right? so easy for them to do it right the first time mm-hmm. as opposed to UZ having to come in, move insulation to find out where all these bypasses are, seal them, build boxes, so on and so forth. Uh, one thing we didn't mention, and I'm sure you probably were thinking of it, was the actual scuttle hole itself, the access into the attic. That's another big one. Uh, that you can lose a lot of uh, heat from, or it cool cool air, I guess, too. Depending, yeah, you know, if it's not properly insulated, um, a lot of times you like to put a weather stripping around it. Obviously, you can't don't really want to seal it off 100%. Right. You do need to get up into there. But then, uh, you know, a lot of houses don't even have insulation on top of it. Um, so to put a proper insulation, you know, a piece of batting insulation, and also it's nice to wrap them with some type of house wrap. Yep. So if you do go up there, you know, the insulation stays in place. A lot of times they lay a piece on there. You can't get it back down. Right. Properly. Or you try right. going up there, and then it all falls all over your head and your shoulders, and then mm-hmm. you look like you have a personal problem. <laughs> it can turn <laughs> into a mess. Yeah, yeah, it starts itching. <laughs> the stuff's itchy. You know, I never know. I go in a lot of attics, and I never really know what I'm touching or looking at. You know, sometimes it looks like cotton balls. Sometimes, it, you know, it's a spray foam. Sometimes it's uh, the, the fiberglass stuff. And all of it just looks hazardous to me. I just try to not breathe it in or touch it. You know, is is that the case? Is is a lot of insulation hazardous or no? It it varies. I mean, I wouldn't want to go up there and play in it and stuff and roll around and have mm. a ball and be eating it all the time. Okay, but, um, it's not a fluffy pillow. It has trail. got a lot more green and safe and stuff like that over the years compared to what it was years ago. I know the big thing was vermiculite. They mm-hmm. still say that all there's portions of asbestos and vermiculite. So eventually, they're going to keep pushing on having that taken out over the years. How do you know if you have vermiculite insulation? 
Um, it's just the type of look. It's actually like a small pebble, silver foam type of oh, uh, insulation. Okay. All right. Um, if we do go out there and take a look at it, what we usually do is we'll bag it, and we'll take it up to a testing area and have it tested okay. and see if it's how dangerous it is to sure. remove or be playing in it. Yeah. And one thing I love about what you guys will do is you'll come out and do a free consultation and yeah, just kind, kind of assess – and not a lot of companies do that. I'll tell you right now. There's a lot of companies that won't crawl around your attic, look at your home, try uh, and try to figure out how efficient is it and how can it be improved unless you're paying them. UZ will, and then they'll give you a recommendation, and you can actually find out how successful the project went by doing a blower door test before and after. And then sometimes there's even efficiency uh, credits that you can get, tax credits that you can get for improving your efficiency. So there's really no reason not to call you guys. No, it's a great idea. And I mean, we run into a lot of houses that don't really need much at all, you know, and sometimes we just tell the people, hey, you're in good shape and, you know, go on, you know, and other houses really do need a lot of improvement. And with the energy companies out there and stuff right now, there is some really good rebate programs going on. I believe Centerpoint Energy has uh, up to a $500 rebate. So you're Looking at, it could be a, a fourth of your cost taken through right through them. Um, also, Excel has a rebate out there for $300. Um, if you're going to get into these rebates, you do need to be a licensed contractor on their program because they just don't want anybody going in there. Sure. Blow some insulation in there because if you don't do it properly with the ventilation and the bypasses and everything, you can actually create more damage. Yep than you had before by just going up there and throwing some insulation in. John, what's the best way for people to get plugged in with UZ insulation? Uh, the best way is just give us give us a call at the office, and uh, we'll set you up with um, somebody that will come out there, take a look at it for you, and see what you need. We can get you pricing and stuff and everything in one day usually as a rule. Great. What's the phone number? Um, telephone number for the office would be 763-767-9524. And we also have a website out there, which is www.uzinsulation.com. Um, if you want to take a look at the products and stuff and everything that we do, and uh, we can explain a lot more with you once we get a call from you and stop out and talk to you and take a look and see what you need. Perfect. Well, listen, I, I think you have a thing for radio, but let's have you back on soon, okay? It's my first time. I'm giving it back to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> right, sounds good. And uh, Jeff with Gutter Helmet of Minnesota. Jeff, any final thoughts for the listeners kind of heading into fall and, and the leaf season? Well, now's the time if you want to start making any home improvements or finishing up projects. It's not long before winter's going to hit. I know with you guys, too. You, yeah. you know, Now's the go time if you want to get stuff ordered and on the schedule before the snow does fly full Perfect. rush so how can people plug in uh the best way to reach us is just go to our website gutterhelmetmn.com perfect gutterhelmetmn.com polish powerhouse go team usa go team usa olympics, olympics that's right the yep. olympics are on you know Stay what i like the water i like yes. most about you know what i like most about the olympics is all the sports that you normally don't get to watch yeah that's like true archery and darts and ping pong or table tennis and yep. you know all these things to me it's not all about the big sports you know that most of those athletes golf going golf in. and uh, the olympics again so curious to see how that goes have a great weekend and god bless oh.